0: Hey, it's Cullen Bunn, and you're listening to New Pod World Order, because you're awesome. Home of Totes Milady, Cult of Dave, Soldier of Pod, Not Your Mama's Football Show, Lights in the Sky, Hubble Baloo, Welcome to the Alamo, Comic BS, Talk Nerdy to Me, Talking Cod Swallop, Always Bet on Geek, and Robot Dinner Party. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick (laughs) Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay. (laughs) I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallop, right here, man.
1: Bad girl, she never shuts up! Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. This week I have got a religious man on this podcast, actually. So, um, welcome to the show, Father Lance.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> Today is a bit of a bizarre day because it well, it's supposed to be the height of spring right now, isn't it? And <laughs> it's actually snowing. <laughs> so, oh
0: yeah, it's snowing over here too.
1: Ah, uh, okay, that probably explains things because uh, we tend to get the bad weather. From your your part of um, America,
0: okay. so
1: because are you are you in Pennsylvania or is yes. it Philip- J- oh, just just
0: okay. south of P- about a half hour south of Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, because I was trying to I was trying to work it out because I think he gave me the symbols and I was trying I was thinking is that Philadelphia or is that um yeah <laughs> but I got it, I guessed it right so that's fine <laughs> so yeah so today has been a bit of an interesting day really but there you go <laughs> it's weird <laughs> isn't it do you think do you think this is um, hell freezing over or <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> I don't well you know my I always remember my grandmother's birthday it was. Uh, April 3rd, and well, as a kid I remember I remember having snow on Easter plenty of times, so uh, this part okay. of Pennsylvania, it, you know, March, uh, you know, they say March is the start of spring, well, for us it's always been more like April. Uh, March yeah. was always pretty snowy and cold and miserable, and yeah, around here it, spring is like a month. <laughs> it's <laughs> April, and then, then the trees bud, and then it's, then it's nice, but we don't have a, a spring to speak of here, uh, I wouldn't say.
1: No, I was going to say in the UK, we probably get about a week's worth of summer. So uh, (laughs) yeah, I get that. (laughs) Okay, so I usually start the episodes with a few silly questions that I've come up with. Okay. So uh, I'm actually quite interested in this one because with regards to being a deacon, was that something that you always wanted to do? Uh... when, When did you realize that you wanted to?
0: I had thought about a vocation for, uh, pretty early, pretty early on, like middle school, um, high school, uh, that's uh, definitely had, had thought about, you know, priesthood, something I wanted to, wanted to do. Um, I come from a very devout Catholic family. And so that's something that was encouraged, um, and supported if, if that was. Um, the path I wanted to go and my grandmother my my grandmother uh, god bless her um, had prayed you know for a priest from among her grandsons since you know the, the, she got her first one so uh, but uh you know through high school you know I kind of uh, I kind of was like well, I don't think celibacy for me and uh you know I, I asked, the, I asked for, you know, God for some direction about which way uh, I should go and this I graduated and I met my wife almost right after graduation. Um oh. so that kind of uh told me which way I, I wanted wanted to go. So uh gra- but,
1: sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off then. No, um, that's okay. Graduation, that's is that 18 in America?
0: Right, high school, that's high school uh graduation. And so we started dating after I graduated and um I did a year of college, uh didn't care for it, uh, went to culinary school, uh became a chef. Uh we got married, uh had my first had her my first son and uh not long after um the the, the uh, Byzantine Archdiocese of Pittsburgh announced they were starting a deacon's program and uh and this is boring details i guess but i was raised roman catholic uh, but always had byzantine catholic uh, relatives in in my family and uh, had always kind of gone to both uh but then after i had my 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 son i decided that i i was going to uh attend the byzantine catholic church the full time and uh entered uh, the deacon program through through the byzantine church which uh, again i don't know english listeners <laughs> You know, if they understand, you know, the, the, the Roman Catholic Church um, is actually more than the Roman Catholic Church. There are also Eastern Catholic Churches who, through various points in time, you know, were Orthodox churches that uh, rejoined with the Catholic Church. So, if you know, what if you're familiar with the Orthodox Churches, if you come into a Byzantine Catholic Church, we look like an Orthodox Church, but we are under the Pope. Uh, so that, if that's, I, I don't know how you know I, we, I know there is a ukrainian uh catholic diocese in england so i don't know how familiar english people would be with 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 that side of the catholic church but
1: yeah um to be honest um i'm probably i probably fall under the category of an atheist to be honest so um with regards to um different forms of religion and things like that i'm kind of open to everything but i don't know fully anything about any of it if you know what i mean um but i hope i hope that there is something out there you know because Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not shut off to the idea that you know there is a higher higher being or a higher group of people looking after us or because um my mum my brother and my sister-in-law are all spiritualists so they all believe in, like, um, they believe that, you know, they've got guides that, um, help them, you know, and speak, speak to them and stuff. I don't really understand that either, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, again, it's something that they, they strongly believe in. And, you know, they get messages from spirit and things like that. So it's kind of, I suppose in a way, you know, cause all religions to me personally are very similar. Because you've all, we've all got that one thing that you believe in, whether it's, you know, whether it is God, whether it is spirit, whether it's, um, I can't think of, I can't think of any of the um, other ones, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like a Buddha type thing. So, but I hope me saying that doesn't offend you at all. No, but. no,
0: you know, cause you know, just, you know, uh, Stephen Hawking just passed and he was, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and it always, I always wondered you know, somebody that understood the the mechanics of the universe uh, so well could uh, come to the conclusion that there wasn't something greater out there because there, you know, no matter how much science you apply to it, and, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I'm not anti-science, you know, uh, I love to, you know, see the new discoveries they make, you know, quantum theory and all that, but I mean, there has to be a start, where is the starting point? There's a starting point To me, it's just illogical to think the complexity of the universe, the human body, just arises uh, out of chaos without without a guiding hand. Um, And I know other people think differently, but that's kind of, I guess, how I I see it.
1: Yeah, it would be um, because normally at this point, I would sort of be asking um, the guest if, if you had a time machine, when would you go back to or, you know, whatever. But actually, it would be quite interesting to almost go back to the point of when the Earth started. Wouldn't it
0: just to find out
1: really what happened?
0: The universe, any of it, like to see like how what you know because they still don't understand really. uh, uh, Because I think Steve, just before he passed, uh, he was talking with Neil deGrasse Tyson and said uh, he had come to the conclusion that time has always existed, just in a different form. You know, before the Big Bang, you know, he he felt it was compressed or twisted. You know, uh, science is far above my head, but. I find it interesting that he came to the conclusion that time is uh, part and parcel to, to existence. Whereas we often think of time as something, uh, kind of, we, we make up to track our track, you know, the movements of the heavens or just to give uh, rhythm to our life. But, you know, here's, here's you know, the foremost scientists saying, yeah, time, Times kind of always existed.
1: Yeah, I know this. This is getting deep, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all kind of uh, mind blower <laughs> stuff. Yeah, when you start, you know, looking at it, or
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think yeah, we might have to have a neurofen by the end of this episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you use neurofen over there, but um, <laughs> yeah.
0: What? <Well, laughs> uh, oh, like aspirin? Or yeah, like Advil. Advil. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: but no it's good it's good to actually sort of sit and ponder You know, like i am fascinated by the universe really because you it you kind of look up at the sky and you just think oh wow you know look at all the stars obviously when it's nighttime but then if you think about it you know obviously they say that all of those stars have already burst right you know, or you know like they've died sort of thing right um, or some
0: are some are gone and we're we're just seeing the the, the, the light's just reaching us yeah but it's yeah. long since gone cold and, and there are new ones, you know, that haven't reached us yet, but wouldn't yeah. that be, wouldn't that be neat to be looking up at the night sky and see a new star, like blink, blink into you know our existence.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be mind blowing in a way, wouldn't it?
0: Right. It's pretty crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah but then it's like, you think like I'm look I'm actually looking up at the sky right now. And, and then you think to yourself, well, what is past what I can see, you know? And it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think of it, um, you know, because it's so huge, and nobody has really ever. Well, people have studied it, obviously, but the the average person just sort of works, walks around and takes everything for granted, don't they? And yeah. um, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're definitely gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be pondering that a little bit later when um when we finish recording. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what would be a good theme song for your life? Do you think?
0: Hmm, it's
1: a tricky one, isn't it? Sorry, I might,
0: might have to come back to that one. Okay, I, we'll come I, back I, to
1: that one, and if we don't come back to it, then that's fine as well. <laughs> <laughs> if you won one million dollars, what would you do with, with? Sorry, what would you do with the money?
0: <sighs> um, buy a new house. Number first, because my house is small and old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, then, and uh lots of problems with it so i think that's that's number one uh yeah i think i'd pay off, and then you know start paying off family you know pay off the relatives you know debts houses and all that because i don't know how it works in england but the, the debt situation in america is, is ridiculous Uh-oh.
1: yeah yeah it's pretty bad over here as well yeah we got things you know like, obviously you've got- for your houses you've got mortgages to pay off and things like that as well and
0: i don't know is education expensive over like over here it's it's kids graduate college and they have hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans to pay back and it's just it's ridiculous
1: yeah yeah it is i mean like regular school what we call college is something different to what you guys call college i believe most of the time college is actually uh free as long as as long as the person who's going is under the age of, I think 21. But then if you then go on to university, which I believe is like your college.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, oh, that's always like, if I've ever watched a film, that's kind of the impression I get because that's the uh, university you move away and you go mm-hmm. to study in a different yeah. school type thing. Yep, yep. Um, yes, in those cases, people do have to pay for that. And yeah so much debt that's created and i think it's a bit bad in a way because you know like with education it should be not free necessarily but it should be a lot cheaper
0: i believe right but, especially uh, the, the kids that are making the great doing the studies and, and making the grades like in america it's almost become like a rite of passage you go off to college and this is certainly the case in my case you, know, you go off you don't know what you you really want to do and you kind of you're kind of just there and you you're like, what am I doing here? Because I, you know, the courses I'm taking, I don't know that I want to do this, you know. So it's it's it's. But for yeah. like doc, for kids that want to study medicine and heal people, I mean, if they have the the aptitude and the desire, why aren't we letting them go for free?
1: Yeah, you know? or or the other idea could be that they could. Yeah, basically like afterwards, once they've completed it all, cause obviously you realize that quite a few people might drop out and things like that. But afterwards, when you've actually got to the, um, nursing degree, the doctorate, you know, whatever, you know, like the government then could step in and say, right, your debt is all wiped because you've actually fulfilled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you know, you're actually trying to make the world a better place type thing. Um, I wonder if, you know, that would, kind of work in a way but then i suppose it's not fair on joe blogs who um who really did try but just couldn't get it (laughs) so (laughs) yeah joe (laughs) blogs We're gonna get on to tell him steve dave in a minute because Mm -hmm. obviously i know you're an ant as well yeah so yes that is obviously very exciting (laughs) are you a bit nerdy as well
0: oh yeah i mean um (laughs) Star Wars geeks since I, you know, since it came out when I was five, uh, comic books. Um, yeah. But, although, although my wife would probably say I'm kind of, a, kind of like a good mix because I'm also into sports. Oh, um, okay. You know, so I, I was kind of, you know, had a wide, uh, thing, but up to, you know, uh, C.S. Lewis, Jared or Tolkien. I mean, yeah, that those were the foundational books of my, childhood, you know, read them, you know, again and again, you know, but if you ever, I don't know if you guys get Stephen Colbert over there, but he's quite a Tolkien nerd. And, uh, okay. and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll spout off some arcane, you know, uh, middle earth knowledge on his show every now and again. And then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll turn to my wife and, <laughs> comment yeah. further on it, and she just rolls her eyes and
1: yeah. <laughs> i was just actually go- i was just actually googling him because um the name rang a bell but i could i wasn't sure um you know like a, you know sometimes you just need a visual don't you mm-hmm. and it kind of looks familiar so um i can see he's been on the late show right
0: he was caught com- comedy central was first you know he had uh his show on there for a long time and then just the uh, the past uh i think two years ago he got the late late show on primetime here so if you guys i I would assume you guys get comedy central
1: we do get comedy central um we don't get the late show though Uh uh-huh uh we get um although actually we do get the late show now because it's james Corden, isn't it in the evenings and obviously he's he started over here because he's british so um yeah we i think that's one of the reasons why we do get that show now because he's one of the British people. I don't mm. know. <laughs> Very patriotic over here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, my my wife loves him, so she thanks you guys for sending him over.
1: Oh, she's welcome. <laughs> I love him too, so I kind of want him back. But, and Ricky yeah.
0: Gervais. Oh, my wife loves Ricky Gervais. <laughs> uh, see,
1: I'm not a fan on Ricky Gervais. No? Um, no, I know that he's got a, a massive following, but I don't know, there's something about him... I think it's because he's very like, I'm all for like sarcasm type thing, but I mm. think that he's that extra bit sarcastic and it just kind of annoys me. Mm. But
0: When I mean, yeah. he is, when he hosted, what what did he host it over here? The Oscars or the Academy Awards, whichever it was. And he really, you know, he laid into everybody, which, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed because you know, those people take themselves a bit seriously. The actors over here and, You know, when somebody really gives it to him, it's always, always fun. But I really, I really liked his little cartoon. I guess he did a podcast for a while, but then, and I don't know if you guys had it over there, but they made a little cartoon out of it. They, they like animated him and Carl as they did the podcast. And it was, oh, it was, it was hilarious.
1: Yeah. I didn't, did you get that program? Um, that I think it was Carl and he went around the world yeah. and he went to all the places and he hated it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I and really We got that, that too. program. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I always thought, well, Steve, speaking of Tell Them Steve Dave, I always thought that's what they need to do. Get just animate some of their best, you know, the, or, you know, yeah. put clips together and animate them and do little vignettes with, you know, I thought that their, you know, their show would do well in that sort of format. Yeah, well, uh, t- uh,
1: technically they. Well, uh, I think it's Chunder Chunder Tunes. I think or something on Twitter. He's actually animated um all of the, or uh, well, not all of the episodes, but you know aspects right. of the episodes. Yeah, he,
0: he's done a couple, which, but I'd like to see them like do it. You know, the the you know get it on AMC or on the regular, you know, right? Yeah. Right, right.
1: Yeah, but then that would be another program that the British can't watch because we ah. can't watch Comic Book Men. So. <laughs>
0: no way, you, you don't get AMC, or you just don't get Comic Book Men.
1: We get AMC, but we just don't get Comic Book Men. So huh. yeah, um, we do we do watch it though. <laughs> okay. We won't go into detail, but we do watch it. <laughs> well, you,
0: you should get the English ants together, and you know, have it start a, a a petition campaign over there to get the, get it. Get it on AMC.
1: Believe us, we've probably tried. So, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it's probably just the fact that the uh, like we'd have to find a specific network or whatever over here that would mm-hmm. would air it. But
0: I was going to say, so when you get our shows, do you get them like piecemeal? Like, if you have AMC, you don't get like the AMC that we get. You just get certain no. sh- aspects of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we
1: do. I think over here it's more of a, um, like cheesy television channel rather than, you know, because obviously Walking Dead is AMC. Right. But that one is aired on, I want to say it's on Sky One, but I could be, I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure mm-hmm. which one it's aired on, but yeah, things like Walking Dead, but we get it like a week later. Okay. So yeah, so it's aired at a slightly different time. So we're always a week behind
0: America. <laughs> so you always have to avoid spoilers yes, coming yes. from us huh?
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah. like if you go on twitter you know you, you accidentally type it or not accidentally but you type in um hashtag walking dead you mm. know if you want to spoil spoil what you're about to actually uh, watch the following week, then you know that's the best way to do it. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's one of those programs, isn't it? That is exciting. And do you do you watch Walking Dead? Or, I I,
0: um... I do. My my wife is is more of a she's really into it. Uh, you know, she she collects some of the stuff and whatnot. But yeah, I I I, I do watch it every week.
1: Yeah, I love it. I think because, you know, like originally it started out as it was all about the zombies. Now it's all about how the human race copes with one another again, isn't it?
0: Right. Well, and the the humans are more dangerous than the zombies. The zombies are sort of a uh, secondary issue to the, the, the people you have to worry about.
1: Yeah, the people like Negan. Although Negan, mm-hmm. we like Negan. <laughs> Me and my mum watch it um, every week, so yeah, and we're always there going, "Who is Negan going to be in?" <laughs> mm. But then you know, <laughs> he's a very handsome man, so it's it's hard to it's hard to want to hate him because he's such a handsome man.
0: <laughs> mm. I can understand.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, do you not think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a good-looking guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Sushi. Oh, I love sushi. Well, yeah. I, I, um, could eat,
0: I could I definitely eat it every day. No problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's also quite healthy as well, so yeah. that's not such a bad thing. That's good.
0: That's that or good. or my backup would be Reese's peanut butter cups. It'd,
1: oh, it'd okay. Probably, it'd
0: probably be a coin cost between between those two.
1: Okay, well, I might allow you to have um, one and the other because <laughs> one's classed as dessert. So there you go; yeah. you can have both. Okay, okay. What well, two things? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that now so that I can edit in the two things. Okay. <laughs> If you were stranded on a deserted island, what five things would you have with you
0: mm. objects or can I have people too
1: uh you can have people too, but okay. people can be classed as one thing
0: okay well I'd have my wife who wants That's to be on a who wants to be on a desert island all by themselves yeah, exactly. maybe or maybe she'll resent me for bringing her there, <laughs> <Out> there <laughs> being stuck with me um,
1: yeah no, without any um tv and things like that right
0: yeah. <laughs> um my lord of the rings which is one volume so i i that that, that only count as one okay is something that the to book? read you're right you're right right yeah because you're um, not going to take a dvd player are you <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well how would i power it, right? unless i had my solar solar yeah. array um so that um bible book of the gospels something of the scriptures, um, an icon of Christ, and Scrabble. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need something to do.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> I love the fact that you've left your boys at home, though.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, if I had to, uh, if it was, well, I guess you said you could, uh, what, all the people could count as one, but yeah, the boys, I think, uh, would not appreciate being stuck on the island with their father. So no. I'll, I'll, I'll leave them to civilization.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you're probably right there, to be honest, because they, yeah, they would probably cope better um, in this world without you than <laughs> on a desert island <laughs> with you. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: How old are they?
0: Uh, my oldest is 22. Uh, okay. My second is 18. Number three is fourteen, and the fourth is eleven. Oh
1: wow! So you, I didn't—I was imagining that you had two. Then sorry. So you, ooh <laughs> so you got no, four. <laughs> four?
0: Four boys. Yeah. My oldest just moved out this past week.
1: Oh, was that a bit sad? Um, it was, but it was—it was
0: time, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's understood, but um, yeah. So it might be it might be quite nice for your wife in a way then, because obviously living with uh, five men.
0: Oh yeah.
1: She, yeah, she's only got to deal with four now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, now I asked this question as a joke, well, not a joke question, but as a like thinking kind of question. Um, but also be quite interested to hear what you think. Um, did Adam and Eve have navels?
0: hmm <laughs> I guess not right because they, they didn't come from the womb so they'd have yeah. nice flat bellies without unless God decided to poke it in there just so the kids weren't like why do we have belly buttons and you don't <laughs> <laughs> right I don't know I don't know that's an interesting uh, thing to ponder I guess <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Okay, so I'm done with my my weird and wonderful questions now <laughs> let's let's talk tell em Steve Dave for a little bit because okay. i I love that podcast so much. Mm. How long have you been a listener of tell em Steve Dave?
0: Oh from the very beginning because my wife uh she started doing podcasts before I did, and uh I was like, yeah, you know, she'd be you know sitting there listening to something now she did more of the Kevin Smith ones. Um, but, uh, so she started, I started, uh, Jane, Bob, get old is what I, what she started me listening to. And then she's like, then she's like, well, there's these other ones. Um, and here's tell em Steve, Dave. And I was like, Hmm. And it, cause it was one of the first ones on there. It was like smodcast. Well, they were the set. They, you know, tell em Steve Dave was the second. So, uh, it was the first year. I, I mean, I'm not going to. It was definitely the first year. Like, I I know I had to go back and listen to a few episodes, but it was was right near the beginning I I started. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. This this is hilarious. And, but, you know, it, it, it really, uh, in a way, it touched me since they were, you know, they're doing it, you know, for Brian, because there's like, you know, Brian's having, you know, bad, 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 uh, you know, depression and, you know, need something to get out of it. And Walt, who uh, is as introverted as you probably think he is, yeah. you know, steps out of his shell to do this for his friend, even though he probably really doesn't, you know, want to be doing it. And, uh, you know, just to watch, you know, their, their, their lives evolve. And, you know, for, and for Brian really for his mental health to improve, his physical health to improve. Uh, you know, when I was there, you know, Christmas time, the amount of weight he's lost in I a pretty, in, in a pretty short time uh is is amazing you know it made uh,
1: made me really jealous that did because i saw him on the cruise uh, mm. and yeah i'd love to you know i'm dieting at the moment but yeah i'd love to lose weight as you know not necessarily quickly but you know quickly in the sense that you know so that i can start living a healthy life now you know but um yeah
0: and I think that's why it's the people that listen to it are so loyal to it because I think it's more of a uh, you know yes it's funny but you know these are four these are three guys that really do care about each other and you know for all the ball busting and stuff that goes on you know this all started as a way to help Brian and it has helped Brian.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he says himself, doesn't he, that if they don't record one week, actually hurts him. Right, like bum- he actually you know, feels sad, doesn't he, and gets yeah. bummed out. Yeah, so you know it, it's a really good, yeah, it's definitely very good. Um, but I think also now it's become not really Brian's podcast anymore. I think it's more become Walt's podcast now, um, because he's definitely the ideas man behind. Yes. Oh yeah, you know, like games and things like that. So obviously, Q is kind of the guy behind the merch. I think. I imagine that he, well, probably Walt as well, but, um, yeah, he comes up with the wacky ideas, you know, a bit like mm-hmm. the vinyls and things like that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, it keeps it very fresh and very, uh, yeah, in the now, I think is what I'm trying to say there. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I've, I've listened for about, I think it's, it must be about six years now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not completely from the beginning, but near enough. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I think anybody, you know, like I said, anybody's put, put some years in and, 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 uh, especially if you've listened to the whole, the whole gone back, which I think, yeah. is, cause I think it's hard to go back and listen, you know, once, you know, if you haven't, you know, been following, but I know people do it mm-hmm. and, you know, hats off to them for, for going back and, and, uh, get, cause it's, I, there are so many callbacks. It's hard not to go back because you're like, what the hell are they talking about? because there's so many, many callbacks on there. It's like kind of lost if you, if you don't, if you haven't been with them from the beginning, half the, I'm sure half the time we're like, what are they, what are they talking about?
1: Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think I've done the whole catalog probably about three times just because, you know, it was one of those things that you just decide, you like, you get, right. you, you just love listening to them, don't you? Sure. But there are specific episodes that you know like 90 uh i was going to say 97 but 97 doesn't exist so <laughs> 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 um yeah it's the one where um brian is dickies
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> whichever
1: one that is yeah i mean there,
0: yeah it's, there's there's certain ones that are just i mean you're gonna laugh no matter what like my favorite is and somebody else put this up by not remember. it might have been on the, the four color uh facebook uh and my personal favorite is when brian's talking about his stay in the hospital Oh, and, God, yeah. and he didn't you know realize he was gonna you know be in or would be so uh you know would be so uh serious as surgery or whatever and he's <laughs> talking about one true three with the mexican janitor i mean that yeah. <laughs> i mean that that doubles me over every time that's hilarious
1: yeah that is one of my saved episodes as well i think that one was called H- hospital hijinks or something yes. like that yep. yeah it. yeah that is so funny yeah it's just because it's so and that's the other thing it's so real isn't it as well it's like they talk about their personal lives right just you know and like now i do this podcast i i kind of want there to be some sort of weird and wonderful thing that's happened in the world you know or in my life you know so that i can actually sort of sit down and record it with someone you know Mm. (laughs) So uh, not many weird and wonderful things happen in my life, unfortunately, but you never know.
0: (laughs) Hey, you know, well, you know, just me being on the pod, you know, because I I would often tell my wife, "Oh, if I could just get to New Jersey, I said, (laughs) these guys would love me. And she's, you know, she's like, oh, you're insane. And then, and then of course, you know, they they put the call out for, uh, uh, you know, for, for a Catholic priest or, or clergy. And I was like, oh, so you know, I and if you remember the episode, they really weren't looking for an exorcist at that point. They were more looking for somebody to go talk to Q about uh, getting him back to church. If you if 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 you listen, oh, go yes, back and listen yeah. to that episode. it Really wasn't so much about the exorcism or the or the skull. It was more it was more about uh, Q's uh, moving, Q moving from atheist to sort of uh, agnostic, leaning toward belief. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember, did the skull even exist at that point?
0: Yeah, he had had, had bought it. You know, it it was at the stash at that point. Um, But, yeah, so it it kind of evolved uh, a little bit. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) What was it like the first time that you actually went into the secret stash and you sat down to record with them?
0: I was, I was really nervous, but, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. I took my two younger sons, uh, with me, uh, for that first occasion. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're not sure what, you know, you get there and you're like, oh man, is it, are they going to be serious or are they going to, you know, is it going to be, you know, constant, uh, you know, jabs or, or, or whatever, but no, they they were very, very nice. And, uh. Yeah, well, it was funny, you know, because I don't know if you ever read the the Reddits. Uh, no, it's uh, clear of Reddit. to Be honest. It, it, that's probably that's probably a good idea because they were, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they went easy on him because his kids were there, or you know, this is, you know, this is BS. They they were being, which you know, I thought, they, I thought they were, uh, uh, you know, they 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 made their points of view known. I, I thought, well, you know, they were respectful, but. You know, Brian basically said, "Yeah, I don't believe in any of this." So, I mean, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think they were true to
1: themselves, weren't they?
0: Right, I don't think they were, uh, you know, being dishonest uh, about you know what they thought. And like I said, Q is Q's kind of moved from you know those first episodes. He's like, "Yeah, I don't believe about that." Now he's kind of moved towards, well, there. I think there might be something out there, you know. So
1: yeah and i think that is something that actually comes with age as well isn't it sometimes um the more you're on the planet the more you kind of sit and question and wonder about things
0: sure sure and i think you yeah. i mean q even uh yeah i'd say through the whole from the start of the show to now has like you know kind of kind of grown you know kind of left the partying uh behind and has started to uh and i think as he's again and he's but you know got control of his depression uh i think he's you know pondered things more and you know gone to therapy and in in uh you know kind of uh what do you want to say um got gotten better i guess you know the depression has gotten control of it i guess yeah. more more so than when Some when the show balance. started yeah
1: yeah, um, yeah, and the other thing as well is, of course, he had his health scare as well, didn't he? Uh, um, which that is something that's going to change your thinking right.
0: as you, you know, as things. you lay there pondering your mortality. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you just have to look at what happened to Kevin Smith just lately,
0: right, right, yeah. He, Although, now
1: he's now he's vegetarian, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I don't, you know. Hopefully, uh, maybe it'll it'll, it'll help. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like with Kevin, I, and I think, and that people will be like, "Oh, you're a Catholic deacon. How can you? uh How can you watch Kevin Smith?" Or you know, Kevin, I find a very uh, complex individual, and. In, in, you know, Kevin certainly has a belief. Uh, I don't know if he's ever defined it exactly what what it is he believes in, but you know, I, I see somebody who who's seeking, anyways. Like to me, dogma didn't offend me. I mean, I maybe didn't agree with every point made in it, but I mean, here's here's somebody who's you know who's you know, and I can relate. You know, raised Catholic, went to Catholic school, and is questioning some of of what has been taught, and you know is looking looking to uh make sense of all of it
1: yeah yeah exactly and yeah it's just that's the thing isn't it you've got to question everything because otherwise you're just gonna you know like either you go along and you just be like a robot and you believe everything that you're told or you actually you know sit there and ponder a little bit and you know become your own person right really yeah, I mean so. God
0: God gave us minds to to to, to reason and, and to think, not to you know, lock you know, not thinking, you know uh just going along. That's how Nazi Germany happens.
1: Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And like um again like i said i'm atheist but like with regards to god i do believe that also he gets you know like he or she for example does get blamed for a lot of things that is unnecessary you know like oh when you know like war breaks out and things like that how could god let this happen and things like that and it's 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 not it's about a belief isn't it you know it's not um, it's not the person. It's not one person or one being that is making the war happen. Right. It's actually millions of people that are actually just walking around following uh, each other, mm-hmm. basically, isn't it? So, and
0: you know, God, you know, and I think we got into this a little bit on on the the one pod I was on that we were talking about. And Brian basically said, Oh, yeah, you know, that's the basic cop out that he's used to hearing. But I mean, you know, if God doesn't allow, again, um, if free will doesn't take place and if free will, if God is good and evil is the opposite of God, and if he doesn't allow you to choose that, how can Mm -hmm. free will be said to exist? So, you know, God creates this world and lets people suffer the consequences of their actions. And, and we, and for people, to you know, how can God leave? Was well, he almost he has to let it exist, uh, so that we can and think, but and we can we can't grow. Um, I, I know in my own life. You know, nothing. uh The good things that happen to us are great, but it's usually the bad things that produce the most growth and character that we develop. So it's it's almost necessary to have uh have the bad things because if all you know, because yeah, you know these we see these kids that maybe you know um
1: it's a bit like n-
0: if, if a kid never had anything bad happen to him you know what what strength or what resolve do they have to and then when something finally does happen to them, they fall apart because well you know they had a, a fairy tale life up until that point so uh,
1: yeah exactly it's a bit like if like obviously bullying is a terrible thing but if kids are bullied at school it does tend to make them stronger mm-hmm um unfortunately sometimes it goes the other way as well but majority of the time the people do get stronger and they do you know they learn from it they you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: they also then grow well, from it as
0: well uh, Well, yeah so, i mean i can definitely speak to that because i you know i i went through that uh in elementary school and yeah, you know too. at the time at the time you think you know you know uh, but as an and you said as well growth uh gives you perspective and i think you know, it made me empathetic. It made me um, want to to stick up for the uh, underdog. So yeah. Now, granted, you know some you know some of these kids end up taking their life, and you see. It's, I think the digital age has like you know created like a new monster out of bullying because you know like when I was a kid, you know, you say so you went to school, you put up with it, and you got to go home. Well, now kids don't get to go home because they go on their Facebook and blam, it's there and tw- you know it's just a constant barrage. So it's definitely entered a new uh, a new form that I think is much more um, devastating to a child. You know, if you can't even go home and escape from it. Um, so. uh yeah.
1: Yeah, cause nowadays with like social media and everything, yeah, it is, is terrible, isn't it? Cause my, my niece, um, my eldest niece got bullied quite badly. And the difference, because I got, I got bullied tiny bit. I, like, I didn't get bullied to the extent that it was, it was really bad like it is for my niece, uh, or was for my niece, should I say? Um, but it was kind of, I was at a low point, so anything that was thrown my way was kind of like any, you know, was negative, you know, and it was taken on board and taken inside, you know, like as most people do if they're sensitive. Um, But then, you know, when I left school, I left school and you know, like as in of the day, I left school that day and I could go home, forget about it a little bit, you know, but then unfortunately you have to come back and you have to deal with it for that next eight, hours or however long school is i've forgotten (laughs) um but then you know it's like my niece she had it the other way Uh, she had it much worse because she had the eight hours during school and then on twitter and instagram Mm -hmm. facebook wherever you know people were attacking her there as well and it was just a constant on the go all the time and i just felt so terrible for her but the you know, like obviously, I'm not her parents, so my brothers and sister in law were doing the right things, and they were going down to the school, and you know, got it all, got it sorted to a point. But it, it was just it can't have been so. It must have been so horrible for her, you know. Mm. And also, when you're a teenager, it's hard enough anyway, isn't it? So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor little blighters. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where you I've forgotten. I have to admit, I have to forgotten where we were talking about beforehand.
0: <laughs> oh, I think that all sprung out of uh, T.S. being on T.S.D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So like, we got from T.S.D. to bullying. Yeah. that's um, that's that's not good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I have got a couple of listener questions as well. So sure. what I might do is throw a couple of those in at the same time. Okay. Um. Let's see, because I just found one that I thought would actually be relevant at the point. Okay, um, this one is from a listener called Roz Jill, and uh, she's a she's a lovely little tiny little Scottish girl, and she's actually over there at the moment. So she's just literally just gone to the stash, and she's met Walt, so she's so excited. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, he it, she said. Uh, what would you be doing with your life if you weren't a father? As in a, yeah,
0: <laughs> um,
1: father, a father, as in father, uh, Lance. Right. <laughs> <Not>
0: um, in- <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess i wonder if people, like I said, I work. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a welfare caseworker okay. by day. You know, so uh, um, so I do that, and I'm a deacon, and I'm also. Uh, in Boy Scouts, uh, as Boy Scout as a youth. And, uh, my sons are, are, are in and you know, I'm a, a leader there. So, uh, uh, I do all the stuff and I was a chef at one time. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, I don't know what I, I guess I'd be, I guess I would be, uh, if, if, uh, the, the ability to do it was there, I would, I would, I would do, uh, you know uh be a be deacon you know full full time as it were like do do ministry full time i guess would would if well i she's saying if i wasn't uh well i guess i can't i i can't see myself not involved in the ministry uh if that answers your question
1: uh yeah i think going by what you said earlier like if when you you know because from such a young age you wanted to do it really didn't you so um you know from an impressionable age should i say So uh, yeah, I'd I'd agree that it's probably yeah it would have been a path you would have gone down regardless of regardless of anything really Mm.
0: (laughs) because you know I'm not I'm definitely not cut out for any sort of uh, like to to be uh, you know business uh, sales that sort of thing like to um, you know just because you use well people I know and like. Like to be a salesman or a businessman of any sort, it's like you got to step on people. You got to, you got to, you just, it's so uh, like to, to talk people into buying something maybe they really don't need, or you know, like to be in a business mm-hmm. where you're hollering at, at people to get things done by deadline. I mean, that is so not it's me. negative, I, isn't it? I, I can't imagine being, being a part of it. So, you know, my job is helping people. Um, that, that's what I. That's what I like to do. So I help people in ministry. I help people at my secular job.
1: Yeah. That's oh, what you're a, I like to do. You're just an all-round nice guy, aren't you? <laughs> 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 so is there any negative side of you <laughs> this is my question <laughs> oh oh yeah uh
0: i'm i'm horrible well, you're on the uh,
1: naughty, sorry just to cut well, you on the naughty list besides t- being on the naughty list day? yeah
0: yeah um yeah i'm not so good i'm a terrible like my yard's a mess i don't like to do yard work i don't like to do housework uh i'm a i'm a slob uh yeah
1: oh that's good at least now we've brought it all back to down uh, back down to earth again you know like (laughs) you are just a human after all (laughs) oh yeah oh
0: definitely oh yeah i'm overweight (laughs) what else what are my other faults wife (laughs) too many to count (laughs) the podcast would would be too long she said (laughs) if we list my many faults
1: well, we can do a separate one with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, i got another listener question as well, which oh, I keep closing them down, which is a right pain in the ass. Um, this is from James Stafford. Um, where is the spookiest place that you have ever been? And... The most supernatural experience he has ever gone through,
0: please. Okay. Um,
1: oh, sorry. He adds, um, you know, besides getting stuck in the stash with the TSD crew and seeing Gittins <laughs> lump.
0: <laughs> um, spookiest, spookiest place. Hmm. Not well. Let me tell you about my spookiest experience, and I don't even know that it, that it was supernatural. But when I was in high school, there was, uh, the legend of hatchet Jack. Okay. okay. So this, this, um, and it really, it, it, the, the, the person existed, but like the, the story had been elaborated on so much. It was, it was, you know, mythic, but I mean, basically, uh, it was, a, he was an abused child. Um, and I think it was his, his father and his stepmother. And he murdered, he killed them, I, I, and I can't remember if it was he killed them with an axe, or after he killed them, he chopped them to pieces with an axe. Oh, wow. So that that was sorry, that not Sorry, probably
1: wow not the best word there, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but oh. so, he,
0: so he got sent, uh, you know, they found him, you know, insane and sent him uh, from the abuse and everything, and he was sent to a uh, uh, psychiatric hospital rather than, than prison uh cuz he did this in in his, in his i don't know young teenage years or so, so so he so he did his time in the psychiatric hospital and was released and so you know he had this house uh that was down you know and it was like he went back a dirt road and dirt road zigzag so the big the, the big uh thing was this it was uh around halloween so we were going to go uh ding dong ditch his house do, do, do english people right. know what this is do you do this in england yeah um <laughs> you go ring I the doorbell it, and run away or yeah you know. i
1: think i think we call it something like <laughs> uh, it's something similar if not you know if not just something of uh knock and run or something like that right. gonna just just I mean, change a, it
0: down it's such a stupid thing to do i don't know and like one of the other things you know, you would, you know, you get a bag of dog poop and light it on fire and, and put it on. But we we weren't we weren't that great. We were just going to, like, run up and ring the doorbell and, you know, hide while he came out and he'd say we saw Hatchet Jack. So this road kind of zigzagged. And so we showed up and um it was and I played high school football. So as you can imagine, but, you know, a group of high school football players. And then just by chance, there was a group for another high school that showed up. Oh, okay. Uh, girls and some, you know, some girls and some guys. So I'd say about 15 of us. So we start walking the zig, this zigzagging road in it, in it goes, it zigzags uphill to his house. Uh, which is, you know, surrounded by, by woods. And, uh, so as we, we get past the, the first zag and, and I don't know, you know, it could have been something he rigged up because he was tired of people probably coming and and bugging his house or whatever but like in in up in the trees um i don't know what what else to say but a blue a blue flash went off but it wasn't it wasn't like a firecracker flash it was it was it was more subtle and lasted just a little bit longer right, about 2 okay. seconds you never saw a group of of teenagers turn and I mean, like everybody turn and and ran and people some I, I remember somebody had something and fell and rammed it in their chin. I don't know if they had a tire or what it was they, they had with them, but you know, so somebody had a cut chin and uh one of my buddies you know tripped it, you know, he was all muddy, he fell, so we all ran ran down and, and ran away and we never did make it up to Hatchet Jack's house because the uh, blue light. Uh, freaked you out, frightened everybody.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's definitely understandable, isn't it? Because if you're not expecting it, it's definitely going to freak you out, isn't it? So, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And then, uh so his question was spookiest place. And then he, he asked something about supernatural.
1: Yeah, experience. and what is the most um supernatural experience? Yeah,
0: yeah. So that uh, I will say, in I was in, again in high school. <clears throat> this would have been the summer of '88. I had a friend I had a friend, a Greek Orthodox friend. they have a summer camp uh, called Camp Nazareth um, and um, so at Camp Nazareth at one of their liturgies, uh, one of the icon I don't know if you're familiar with how a uh, Byzantine or a Greek Orthodox Church looks we have what's called an icon screen. okay you no, you know, I'm not do you know what I'm talking about but... so uh, it separates the it's kind of like a rude screen. I guess if if you know what that is yes. from from an English church, so, but it's covered with 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 you know holy pictures, so it separates the sanctuary oh, sanctuary from the nave, um, and uh, so at the camp, one of the icons started to weep. Oh, really? And I don't know if you've uh, of this yeah. phenomenon has ever occurred in England, um, but so uh, and then um, so of course you are know, like wow this is um, and then they start. Uh, so basically by the end of it, like all these icons, at this camp were weeping and, uh, the, um, tears themselves. If you, uh, examine them, um, they're kind of, it's, it's a clear liquid. It, there's not much to it, but the scent that, that comes from them is, uh, pretty, if you smelled it, you'll, you never forget it. And, and there, there are things that remind you of it. um, Incense, uh, ro- uh, you know, a heavy floral scent, incense, incense type scent, but not, not quite, none of them all quite describe it. So, um, so a bunch of icons, uh, wept there, uh, and it was on the local media and that sort of thing. So he, he had brought, uh, home, uh, Q-tip, uh, that had been dipped in the tears and, uh, gave me an icon blessed with, um, blessed with these tears. And I had I had had it several days. So this was late July. And then uh so I had this icon in in my uh in my room. Uh, and it was really just a small you know paper card, you know, four by three, you know, nothing nothing really special about it, an icon of the mother of God holding Christ that had been blessed with this and uh these tears. And uh I it was coming home from football practice. And, uh, actually my mother had gotten home right before me and she was like, uh, oh, what is that smell? And as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh wow. So there's this, this smell is in the house and, uh, I went up to my room and the icon he had given me had started to weep. Oh wow. And, and it wept that day. I used a tip to like suck up, uh, the, the tears. It did it for that. that I, well, I want to say it was August 15th. This is the feast of uh, the dormition of the mother of god and uh just that mine only only wept that day and uh like i said that was pretty amazing like i said the smell you never you never forget because it's it's a very powerful pungent um floral incense type scent and that uh so that happened when i was a junior in high school
1: oh wow so yeah that was that was quite an interesting story there Definitely. And thank you for sharing it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that kind of leads us to one of the topics that I um, that I suggested, which is like stigmata. If mm. you'd like to talk about that, do you believe that stigmatas are real, or is it more of a state of mind type,
0: um, type thing? I think I think it can be both because I think there have been enough cases of inauthentic. You know, uh, cases of it versus, uh, but there uh, other cases, uh, you know, St. Francis of Assisi was the first documented person in, in the church with this to occur. And, you know, since him, there have been, been others, um, and some have been more uh, pronounced, others like, it, um, uh, I'm trying to think, I want to say St. Rita, she just had like one on her forehead, like, uh, like from the Pierce of, of a Thorn type. Um okay, yeah. type thing versus saint you know, Francis had the hands, the feet, and in an the side uh and in modern times uh Saint Pio of pettrolussini he died i want to say in the late sixties he was you know renowned for for having the stigmata and was quite uh, uh you know was a very uh, regarded as a very holy uh, priest and was he was an exorcist freed a lot of people. Uh, from demonic oppression. uh but then but then there have been other cases you know which, you know faked or you know some doctors say you can produce uh these things psychically, but the church is very you know they're very uh cautious about you know any anything you know whether it's an apparition or whether it's a person with you know uh, stigmata or-, or anything out of the normal, they're very cautious and you know they don't really like to publicize it the you know yeah for for fear of you know of, uh, of you know being mocked
1: about it I fake well
0: or just you know it being fake and then you know yeah being mocked cuz cuz you you know supported a, a charlatan or, or whatever so and, and really you know our faith isn't supposed to be based on on signs and that sort of sort of thing um i mean i it's nice like in my case when something like that happens um but you know it's not uh you know, obviously we're not supposed to build our faith on supernatural signs. You know, as Christ said, you know, it's a faithless yeah. age that looks for a sign. You know, the risen Christ is the, is the one big sign that we're supposed to believe in. And if you, you know, if you don't believe in that running around looking for apparitions or stigmata or any other phenomenon isn't, uh, yeah, that's not, not, not helpful
1: it's it's again it's another one of those things isn't it that it's hard to get your head around because if you and it's hard because there. i suppose it's hard because there are so many films out there as well and mm. like i love horror films and yeah i i know that there is actually a film called stigmata mm-hmm. and you know i've watched it and it, in my opinion it's a very good film but how close it is to what might happen to somebody or what you know doesn't Happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just mm-hmm. hard to, you know. I think Hollywood has got a lot to answer for for my brain, basically, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to, um, trying to actually work out if things are real or if they actually, you know, are just like, right. like like I said, being faked or sure. Yeah. So, but I bet that a lot of research needs to go into things before you can actually start sort of believing it in a way. I suppose, isn't it?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you're making, you know, they're making a movie and I, you know, again, I talked about this on Tom, Steve, Dave as well. You know, they're, they're beefing it up. They're making it theatrical because obviously, they you know, they have to sell a movie ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, But really, if you talk to an exorcist, most will tell you, you know, it's, you know, they're, they're not, they're pretty, most of them are pretty unremarkable. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, uh, and that's not to say they're never, you know, uh, exhibits of, of strength or thrashing about, but they, no, usually the person's you know pretty sedate, restrained, and and it's not much to see. You know, I, I know I was reading one book by a guy who was a priest who was studying. He was like, "Yeah," I was like, "This is this is an exorcism," you know, because it was so you know what really was. You know, the priest said some prayers, and the person just kind of sat there, and uh, he was kind of you know he was like, "Well, where's the?" And in the, in the exorcist, exorcist that was training him said, you know, hey, most of them are like this. They're, they're not – most of them are not like –
1: Talking in tongues. So. The,
0: the, the movie exorcist, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Heads not spinning. Right. You know, <laughs> 360 degrees. <laughs> pea soup yeah.
0: not, not being spewed, uh, uh, projectile <laughs> Yeah, projectile vomited. Uh, yeah, most of it is not <laughs> the cross not, not
1: being used inappropriately, <laughs> right, right,
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, like I said, so it's just hard to kind of um, fathom what things are like that. So, but and am I right in thinking that you have done some exorcisms yourself?
0: Or no, or no, a, no, 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 no. You it, you, um, you have to be a priest uh, to be appointed as an exorcist. So a deacon they wouldn't appoint know what i have volunteered for is uh and i know this I, I think you had sent the one uh in one of your emails about the uh request for more exorcists uh, which has kind of gone i think it was in I in ireland that they uh italy they had uh it wasn't because uh, i think Walt was talking about it on With an irish priest that said hey we, we don't have enough here in ireland and uh and that was like, I, and I, I, I don't know, I can't remember how much I spoke about on the podcast, but yeah, kind of after Vatican II, it kind of, you know, is kind of looked upon, you know, a lot of people in the church felt like, ah, eh, well, do we really need to worry about this? You know, we're that sort of medieval. We have psychology now, most, of, you know, yeah. it, it kind of, uh,
1: medication. And, right. Yeah.
0: Like, isn't that really what this was? And that's not to say, certainly, um, uh, and to the listeners and yourself, if you're ever, if you're interested in it, uh, books by Father Gabriel Amorth. He was he re- passed away uh, last year, but he was Rome's chief exorcist for, for many, many, many years. And he wrote a book. an Exorcist tells his story. An Exorcist tells more stories, I, I think are or, or the first two and more just before his death, the Exorcist. an and Exorcist explains the demonic or, or three books in, available in English from him and they pretty much are, uh, if you're interested in exorcism that that's those are the books to read yeah so and he will say you know out of out of 100 he said out of maybe 100 a 100 a calls or, or or claims people asking for his for his help he said maybe one or two actually uh you know ha- have demonic possession versus you know psychic uh, ailments uh Chemical, you know, that that sort of thing. So, again, the church is very cautious in dealing with it and all that. But, uh, an exorcist obviously doesn't work alone. So, he's going to have a, a physician and a psychiatrist, psychologist, you know, on the team to examine the people. And then when he actually does an exorcism, this is where I come in. He needs people to, you know, if they're, you know, if they do get, uh, physical, somebody to help restrain them, uh, you know, obviously you serve as witness. you don't ever want to be, you know, one-on-one. This has to be, you know, uh, witnesses and everything else uh, just uh, to avoid any, you know, claims of impropriety or that sort of thing. So, uh, and like I said, so th- this, uh, so the church kind of got away from this and, but, you know, the uptake in, in even though it's rare, it's happening. And nobody was doing anything about it. Very few, like at one time, I think there was only one exorcist in the entire United States. Um, so uh, Pope Benedict, when he gets uh, gets into office, he says, yeah, uh, we're going to start uh, appointing exorcists. And he asked every bishop to choose a priest to send for training. And, uh, you know, some bishops responded, some didn't. But my archbishop was one who's like, okay, the Holy Father's asking this, we're going to do it. So he chose a priest, to receive the training and the priest, uh, who, who's, who's a friend of mine that I've known for many years, uh, said, well, who, who wants to, I need a team. And he had, of course, he, he, you know, had a doctor and a psychologist. He's like, but I need some more, more people. And I was like, well, I will, I'll do it. And, uh, so that's where I'm kind of like the exorcist assistant. but uh, so think- we, we haven't had a case. We, there was one case that looked like we were going to, Gonna have, but she she dropped it. She's to pursue it. So whether it was a false claim or whether she really was having a problem and chose not to proceed, I'd, I don't know. So I I haven't been on one. I haven't uh, oh, participated one yet. Though? Participated in one yet. So
1: how does it make you feel that you might potentially be in the room with the devil? Is it like Lucifer or whoever? You know, mm-hmm. whatever the other ones are. How does it make you feel that you actually might? sort of step into a room but that might be the case
0: um i don't other than you know this is again a person who needs help yeah so i'm i'm willing to help because i don't because even a priest asked for people for the team like even like a lot of my my fellow uh, priests and deacons you know kind of like rolled their eyes or like really you know i was like well how can we not if we profess you know we profess we believe in Christ. To believe in Christ, you have to believe in Satan because Christ came to defeat him. So if there's no Satan. What was Christ doing? Um, so, and if people are asking for help and we're going to, sh- cause there are people, you know, they go to the psychologist, psychiatrist, and it's not work. It doesn't work. Uh, yeah, you know, the demonic, true demonic activity is not going to be cured by, by a physician or a psychologist. And, you know, so, uh, Even if, even if out of a hundred cases, only one or two are authentic, doesn't that one or, one or two people deserve help? You know, so, um, absolutely um, they do. So I, I don't feel, I'm not like excited about going. Uh, I'm not fearful either. Um, just, I just recognize it as part of the ministry. This is
1: something else to help somebody along.
0: Something, something that has to be done. Yeah. I'm just
1: trying to think what to do next to go on to a few more listener questions. Or, um, cover a bit of Easter. (laughs) So which (laughs) would you, which would you like? Should we go with listener questions or? Sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, I'll leave that one until last because that brings us to Easter. Okay. So one of my friends, Marshall, um, who is at squishy nothing on Twitter. uh, So what he's written is, for me, as a Catholic, the crisis of felt crisis of faith is a tough obstacle to overcome. Does he have any tips to help with that? As in, do you have any tips? Sorry, <laughs> I don't know if that was confusing.
0: So, so, for a person having a crisis of faith, well, I think that's something everybody uh, that believes goes through. I mean, it's it's hard, especially when you're having a hard time to think you know, what you know. What yeah. am I? What am I doing? Let me tell you, especially as as, as clergy, when you see, you know, there's the church. The church is two two things, right? The church is this spiritual mystical body of christ as as the church defines it there's that side of it but then there's the institutional side okay and the church as an institution isn't much different than any other institution out there there's corrupt obviously we saw you know the abuse scandal there's corruption there's there's careerism there's there's people um in the ministry and positions that aren't there because uh you know it it was to them it was a, a career path it was uh, prestige or, or power or money and with no interest in ministering to people. And, you know, that's, you know, really the whole stepping that Benedict stepping down and Francis coming in, uh, I think was a very uh, that was the Holy Spirit at work in the churches. Pope Benedict basically said this exists and, and I don't know how to combat it, you know. Uh, and Francis comes in and that's the first thing he speaks to is, you know, don't. If you're here, if this was your career path, you are in the wrong place. I need men of spirit, uh, spirituality to minister to people. I don't need uh, guys who are worried about rising up to the ranks and and becoming, uh, you know, getting themselves a cushy apartment in Rome and, you know, so he's really cleaning house. So to have a crisis of faith, I think, is absolutely normal, but... You know, it's a deal that you have to keep praying, uh, receiving the sacraments. You have to trust that, you know, I think- you're going to come through it. Because, you know, even the greatest saints, Mother Teresa talked about the, you know, these, these periods in her life that she absolutely had no feeling of the presence of God. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, everything she'd done was all for nothing. If a person of that spirituality and human concern that she exhibited, can go through this feeling of uh, isolation and abandonment. If she's going to suffer, it, aren't we all going to suffer? It? So you yeah. keep, you keep going. You, you pray, uh, you go to church and, and you have faith that uh, it will come through.
1: Yeah, because I know from experience, because like I said, uh, Marshall is one of my, well, he's one of my friends um on Twitter and I have spoken to him for, you know, I've spoken to him for a long time and I know that he's uh recently had a lot of, like, he had a divorce and, you know, like he's kind of, I think it's possibly life is up in the air for him at the moment and I think he's just looking for that thing to help him. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah
0: so. well you know you can certainly and you know of course there are things that are specific to situations so he can certainly hit me up on twitter pm me if there's you know if he would want to talk about specifics you know that he feels he would need help with but, yeah
1: uh, well that might be that might be a good idea there you go marshall you can you can talk to um father lance um obviously at the end we'll um we'll put how to find you on twitter and things like that as well So. Okay. So <laughs> this is my friend Dave. <laughs> Sorry. I'm giggling because I'm like, Oh, there's part of me that's like, I don't want to ask these questions, but <laughs> he's, he's one of those kind of people. Okay. <laughs> okay so, so keep that in mind. Mm. And if you'd rather not answer, please say we'll cut it out. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Okay. So, okay. He's written, I guess you can ask him if he believes in all make-believe things like hobbits, fairies, gnomes, unicorns, dragons, or does he just keep his um, his make-believe stuff to just Christ and God? So I'm hmm. guessing you'd rather not answer that question. No, no.
0: Uh,
1: okay, that's fine.
0: Okay. I mean, because, I mean, uh, with Christ, we're dealing with a verifiable historical figure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think there are – I mean, I know there are some people, but I, I'd say most, uh, you know, historians and scientists would – would agree that there was uh, a Jewish guy named Jesus who lived in Palestine, Israel, and was executed by the Romans. Now, whether you believe his claims to being God, you know that of course many people reject that. But to believe in Christ, I don't think is, you know, it's a, just like the Buddha. I mean, I don't think anybody disputes that uh, Gautama Buddha uh, existed, or or Muhammad, or any other. Yeah other historical figure that founded religion and people chose to follow you know so i i think i'm in pretty good company yeah no, <laughs> Historically, that's <fair> enough right
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i've always sort of questioned whether jesus really did exist or if it was just or whether he he was a healer you know maybe it was like a different form of healing that he mm. was actually doing you know rather than you know like as it says that he's cured people maybe mm-hmm. it was just a different way of doing it that you know maybe he i don't know <laughs> did or well. something so but yeah <laughs> but, but uh,
0: and again i'm not an anti-science uh, person but Again, um, I, you know to act as if science has all the answers, you know, uh, even with the strides in, in psychology and psychiatry and th- those fields, uh, yeah. I mean the basic human condition uh, the, uh, science has a hard time nailing down and explaining why people you know do the things they do or why one person is one way or one person is you know even twins you know why why did why did how can two people with the same you know genetic makeup Behave so differently and raised in the same environment, so you know. So uh, you know, I understand. You know, your hardcore atheists, you know, think it's uh, they, you know, like the the people that came up, you know, uh, uh, the write the flying spaghetti monster, uh, kind of uh, to mock uh, mock religion. Uh, uh, so you know, they're they I guess their argument being it's it's as likely that there's a invisible flying spaghetti monster in the sky is is the traditional god or christ or, or anybody else but you know again at least you know at least i'm dealing with it with an historical figure and not uh you know so yeah i, I don't you know i don't mind the question but i don't uh, i don't see really uh, the relevance i mean i think it'd be awesome if hobbits existed but uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I recognize they're a literary creation of tolkien uh but uh you know
1: yeah um yeah definitely <laughs> I think we'll move on from that. We'll move on from that question. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, I hope that didn't make you feel awkward or anything no, like that. Yeah, because yeah, I really, I didn't know whether I wanted to ask that question or not, to be honest. So I was sort of on the cusp of sort of being like, nah. So I might even still edit it out, to be honest. But you did, you did answer it very, you know, very well. So um that's the only reason that I would leave it in. <laughs> gave dave a little kick up the ass as well which was good (laughs) moving swiftly on okay (laughs) okay um and okay so i've got jerry now um he would like to know if easter should be considered jesus's other birthday if so what kind of cake do you think he would like (laughs) these that's a comical question but you know a harmless
0: one (laughs) sure um I've I never thought about it in those those terms um you know the resurrection for us is you know that is the most solemn feast uh of the of the christian year and uh it it is uh you know christ's triumph over death over over the devil over the, you know the healing of that uh, separation that that came about because of you know satan's intervention into Creation, because who know, you know, if, if without the without Satan to tempt Ab and, Adam and Eve, wonder one wonders what you know would have how it would have went. If you if you're familiar with the space trilogy of C. Uh, S. Lewis, yes, no, have you read it?
1: Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry. No.
0: Okay, so it, basically that's one of the books. That's basically what it's about. uh I think Venus. Uh, so so the guy he goes from Earth, he goes to Mars, which has one set of problems, but he goes to Venus and he gets to see the Adam and Eve of Venus. And, uh, oddly enough, a possessed man is sent, uh, to tempt them. Uh, but the guy, the guy, you know, is able to fight and, and kill him. And, you know, so they kind of pass, or, or maybe, oh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I read it. But in any case, so they kind of triumph. They, they pass the test that Adam and Eve didn't. So Venus gets to be, you know, this beautiful paradise because they're Adam and Eve. Were able to resist uh, the temptation of Satan, so um, I guess in a sense you can you can look at uh, as, as the, resur- the feast of the resurrection as uh, the birthday, but not so much for Christ as as for all of us. Because in the Eastern Church are uh, oddly uh, enough probably to to people from the West, you know, the, the Easter, uh, you know, they're used to saying you know Christ, you know, coming out of the out of the tomb, mm-hmm. but uh, our traditional focus uh, of, of the Eastern the main uh, Pascha as we call it, is that's uh, Passover is really the ancient name of the feast Easter came much later uh, is Christ lifting Adam and Eve out of their tombs because um, you know Christ when Christ laid in the tomb when his body was in the tomb you know his, his spirit is busy in Hades releasing all those who had been held there So uh, the icon is referred to as the Herring of Hades, and you'll see the the gates of Hades knocked down, locks and keys scattered all about the ground, and uh, the risen Christ uh, pulling Adam and Eve out of the tombs, um, signifying their release and all humanity's release from their their subjection to death. So, okay,
1: but most importantly, what kind of cake would he like? I'm (laughs) drinking. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well in my own ethnic tradition we make uh what's called not cake but pasca bread i don't know if you've ever if they have that in england or they you do that for easter but uh it's a bread and you, you use a lot of eggs in it and some people put raisins in it it's a very heavy very sweet sweet bread symbolizing the sweetness of the resurrection
1: oh okay Ah, well, there you go. We'll have a cake made of that then. And I've always been curious as well. Why is it that, like Christmas Day, uh, you know, and all them uh, Christmas Day is always on the same day? Why is it that Easter is uh, different every year? Right. Well, not well, every year, but you know what I mean.
0: Well, and it relates to Passover because right, Christ was crucified at the Passover. So okay. the, you know, and the the Passover is based on the you know the lunar cycle. So the Jews at the time, you know, uh, the they knew when Passover was because, well, when we have the first full moon in the month of Nisan, then you know, that's when you have Passover. So the, the early Christians uh, actually were divided on this. Now, some because in the year Christ was crucified, Passover, you know, fell on Friday and, and he was resurrected on Sunday. So some Christians kept Easter on Sunday. while other ones kept it on the actual Jewish Passover day. Okay uh and it wasn't things weren't like like now of course you know we have Good Friday uh, and we celebrate the crucifixion and then you know we have you know in the early church things they just kind of celebrated everything together things weren't t- divided out timelines. so just the whole the whole death resurrection cycle was just celebrated at Passover now some kept it on Passover. some kept it uh on Sunday after Passover uh because they felt like well we'll keep you know, Sunday was the was the first day of the week so it was important to keep you know that new day celebration others so in any case later on once the church got more organized it was decreed that that easter passover pasca would be celebrated on the first sunday after the first full moon after the vernal equinox
1: Ah, okay oh well, that makes a bit more sense then
0: so that's why easter the date of easter always changes and it's probably um more uh more accurate you know we're probably celebrating that as opposed to like christmas you know like all the all the different feasts that have like a, a date like christmas is always December 25th uh the dormition of our lady is august 15th is that because the church actually knew the, the dates of that no uh it's because those feasts came to be cel- a church was built in honor of that particular um, incident so Constantine built a large Church of the Nativity in Jerusalem, and guess what day it was dedicated? Well, maybe Christmas might be a bad example, because Christmas was actually instituted by the Pope to uh, replace pagan festivals that, that happened at that time. The, right. the, the winter solstice, the solemn victus. Uh, and so the Feast of the Undying Sun became the birth feast of the Undying Sun. The pun works in English. I don't know if it works in Latin, but yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> it, but does it work in English, English, so quite that's well. The main, right? Yeah. So 20th, so December twenty fifth was that Christ's actual birthday? Probably not. But it was the important thing was that we that we're celebrating the fact One that God became man. Uh, yeah. Didn't really matter. Now other now other other feasts that have like a specific date. <laughs> it was more usually because Constantine built a cathedral somewhere. Uh, and named it in honour, say, of the Transfiguration, and it just happened to be dedicated on August 6th. So August 6th becomes, for all Christendom, uh, the date when everybody celebrates the Transfiguration.
1: Okay. Oh, that, that thank you, because um, it's been years and I've been wondering why Easter didn't just fall on one date for years mm-hmm. so it's a uh, you know it's actually quite interesting to finally find out so I mean yes okay I probably could have just googled it but I quite like to find out information from talking to people as well so mm-hmm. yeah so I'm glad that I saved that question uh, you know <laughs> for you yeah <laughs> okay so that's kind of good segue into Easter itself with regards to, I know, obviously, on tellem Steve, Dave, Christmas special, uh, there was saying about Father Christmas and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the Easter Bunny?
0: <laughs> well, I thought it was kind of silly, right? I mean, at least with, uh, at least, yeah, it's Father Christmas, as you guys would call him, or Santa Claus. I mean, that was kind of co-opted from a very Christian tradition of, you know, St. Nicholas. Um, whereas the Easter Bunny is just sort of silly. Uh yeah. I mean I get you know it's spring it's it's fertility rabbits produce a lot of offspring that, that sort of thing uh so yeah that's one of those things it's kind of get you know the Easters in this sp- Easters in the spring so you know it kind of gets slapped on there
1: According to history.com Easter eggs represent Jesus's re- resurrection however uh, this association came much later when Roman Catholic um, Catholicism I'm not saying that very well, (laughs) am I? Catholicism, uh, as I'm assuming what I'm saying it right now, uh, (laughs) became the dominant religion in Germany in the 15th century and merged with already ingrained pagan beliefs the first Easter bunny, uh the first Easter bunny legend was documented in the fifteen hundreds. So so we've had him for quite a while.
0: <laughs> um Well, I, I suspect, much like Coca-Cola, you know, really pushed Santa Claus, I'm guessing Cadbury pushed the Easter bunny, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's I mean how Cad-
0: that's all Cadbury eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how... <laughs> and how on earth does a bunny have eggs, eh?
0: <laughs> right. It's ridiculous.
1: Although I have got this, uh, I have got a page open that has got incredibly cute pictures of bunnies on it. So I'm, yeah, I am mean, quite happy to see that. <laughs> so, so we're saying that you know Easter Bunny's fun, but he hasn't got anything to do with uh, a religion at all, has he?
0: No. Then <laughs> 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 really, you know, I'm growing up. Easter was so religiously focused. I mean, uh, we got you know baskets, and I yeah, got a chocolate bunny in it. But it was such a secondary thing, you know, versus uh, you know going to all the services during Holy Week. Yeah, it just really wasn't much of a thing, at least in my household.
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that is it, isn't it? Because it's just, I, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's the way you're brought up, first of all, um, but second of all as well. I think that a lot of a lot of religious kind of days have been lost in a way. Because of the, I'm trying to think what the wording is, but you know, like the 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 person who in, invented Easter Bunny, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So
0: the secularization yeah. of of religious holidays, you know, they, yeah. They have you know because everybody likes getting off at Christmas, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I love the fact that I get a four day weekend on uh, on Easter. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, is, is Easter Monday a holiday in Britain still?
1: Yes, yes, oh, it is. Nice. And we get the Friday off as well. Good
0: Friday, too. Do you get yeah. St. George's Day still a holiday?
1: Uh, it is a holiday, but we don't have the time off work.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so we've got St. George's Day, St. David's Day, and St. Patrick's Day, which is today. Happy St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Yes. And, and St. Andrew. Which one?
0: St. Yes. Andrew for Scotland. Yes.
1: Then. That's the one Scotland. Yes. Yeah, so we still, we still, um, celebrate the days uh well i say that loosely it's it's saint patrick's day that gets celebrated mm.
0: um i was gonna say do you guys celebrate saint patrick's day like we it over here
1: uh does it involve drinking yeah yes. lots, lots of beer yeah. drinking and <laughs> yeah
0: and general rowdiness <laughs> during parades and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah absolutely it's um basically it's the day that you don't have to feel too ashamed to be drunk <laughs> 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 so yes um yeah, dress up in silly outfits and just go out and enjoy yourself basically, isn't it? And drink well, I was oh. going to say lots of Guinness, but I don't like Guinness, so I'll drink the whiskey
0: and No, see. oh, I like Guinness. Guinness oh, is well, there you, good.
1: you go. I'm saving I'm saving I'm saving all of the Guinness that I'm not drinking then for you.
0: I like Bass. I like Bass L, too. It's good.
1: Oh, I've not had that, so I don't know.
0: What what what's the, what's the what beer do English people drink? What's their what's their go-to?
1: Um it oh, it's probably Carling, I imagine. That's okay. one of the biggest ones we've got fosters as well but that's uh, australian that's, right yeah that's imported from australia yeah um we've got we've got a lot of um like breweries over here which is like i think i think most of them are like newcastle way so it's oh, like okay. newcastle brown i think is one beer or something like that but
0: yeah yeah that's it, popular over here
1: yeah um it depends what kind of beer you like because like the newcastle brown it's kind of like a bitter mm-hmm. whereas i'm more of a like if i drink beer i'd rather a lager type okay one. yeah yep. so you know it's a little bit softer own taste so yeah um and i i tend to girly it up by putting a straw in as well so <laughs> <laughs> somebody once bet me uh, you can't drink that whole pint with a straw. Oh yes, I can,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I did. <laughs> but that's uh, that's yeah. Somebody turns around and says you can't do something. I'm I'm going to prove that I can.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to find stuff out like that. Because you know, there's the American idea of what you guys eat and drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and what what exists in reality? You know, it's it's cool to to find
1: out yeah it's like with saint david's day because i'm i'm half welsh so i celebrate that day as well okay. um and that's more about like daffodils and leeks leeks really.
0: right yeah. now do you do you eat dishes with them or do you like wear leek flowers what's what, what do you do with the leeks
1: you can eat yeah you can sort of eat dishes with it to be honest i'm not a huge fan of the leek anyway so i'm just more of i i love i've always loved since i was about one and i've got this picture of me as a one-year-old um on my birthday with the only daffodil uh, the only daffodil that grew in the garden i picked it (laughs) (laughs) and even from that point onwards i've i've loved daffodils um sort of all my life really so i think yeah i sort of wear a daffodil with pride you know kind of Mm -hmm, on those mm -hmm. days yeah um yeah i have eaten leeks and then they're all right but you know i'd still rather walk around with a daffodil <laughs> 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 okay well um i was going to suggest maybe wrapping this episode up now okay. um, unless there's anything else that you'd like to discuss beforehand
0: oh i can't think
1: of anything no yeah because i know that we've covered quite a lot of stuff in this because um, we've been going for an, about an hour and 15 min- uh hour and 50 minutes so so that's obviously quite good you know, the a bit of um, headphone drama in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which was entertaining. Um, okay, so if people are interested in, like, tweeting you and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. where can people find you? Uh,
0: on Twitter, it's LanceMan59.
1: Okay, brilliant. Thank you. So, yeah, so that will probably be where I end it now there. Um, okay. But thank you very, very much for doing sure. this with
0: me. Sure, yeah, no it's, problem.
1: It's been lovely chatting with you. So. And I haven't felt Because normally Before I start recording I get really nervous And this is the first time I've actually not felt nervous I've just You know We just started chatting And it was really nice So Oh I
0: oh, agree
1: yeah. There you go
0: Coming this spring To iTunes Stitcher SoundCloud And Google Play The new pod world order proudly presents Cult of Dave's This April, Dave Weimer and Jerry Butler will team up with Internet heartthrob Robert Floyd. That's at Four Color Big Cat 827 on the Twitters, and travel the globe and visit the most notorious spots of death, murder, and mayhem. Be warned and prepare yourself for the cult of
1: days. Death.